Good morning and welcome. This is Kevin Smith speaking. And Brian Belter. We want to thank you for joining us again as we journey through the book of Exodus during this conversational devotional. Today is March the 8th, and we will be reading from Exodus chapter 1, verses 1 through 14. These are the names of the sons of Israel who came to Egypt with Jacob, each with his household. Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, and Benjamin, Dan, and Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. All the descendants of Jacob were seventy persons. Joseph was already in Egypt. Then Joseph died, and all his brothers and all that generation. But the people of Israel were fruitful and increased greatly. They multiplied and grew exceedingly strong, so the land was filled with them. Now there arose a new king over Egypt, who did not know Joseph. And he said to his people, Behold, the people of Israel are too many and too mighty for us. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them, lest they multiply and, if war breaks out, they join our enemies and fight against us and escape from the land. Therefore they set taskmasters over them, to afflict them with heavy burdens. They built for Pharaoh's store cities, Pithom and Ramses. But the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied, and the more they spread abroad. And the Egyptians were in dread of the people of Israel, so they ruthlessly made the people of Israel work as slaves, and made their lives bitter with hard service in mortar and brick, and in all kinds of work in the field. In all their work, they ruthlessly made them work as slaves. Thank you for that reading, Kevin. Uh, as we can see here in chapter 1, it's a continuation of what we were speaking on yesterday about the uh, the Hebrews being in Egypt, uh, the sons of Jacob coming to Egypt, finding their, their long-lost brother Joseph, and uh, moving the entire tribe. Uh, I believe it was around 70 souls in all that came to to Egypt from Canaan, uh, you know, during the famine years that we were uh, speaking of previously. Uh, we see here there's all the sons listed, um, you know, and it kind of sorts them by the sons of Leah, the sons of Rachel, and then the sons of their handmaidens are listed there as well. And those are all considered, you know, the sons of Jacob make up the uh, the 12 tribes of Israel. Yeah, and I think that um, sometimes whenever you're reading the Bible and they start listing names and generations, your eyes start to kind of glaze over. Definitely. But it's really kind of neat when you think about it that, I mean, these individuals, they came to Egypt. Um, you know, Joseph was part of the ruling class at the time. And they came to Egypt and just multiply. And I, I mean, it's fairly obvious that they want to put emphasis on the fact that the Jewish people, the Israelites multiplied greatly during this time yeah it was the the covenant that uh, god had made with with abraham isaac and jacob you know repeatedly saying that they was going to make the people great and great in number um and i think we counted in here in verse uh verse six uh verse seven actually that it does say uh fruitful multiplied increased greatly grew exceedingly the land was filled with them that's five references in one sentence to about how how vast and how quickly this uh, people were growing. So it's quick to see that the Lord was definitely keeping his covenant with the people, uh, true to his word, as you would expect. Uh, and then, of course, here comes this Pharaoh, this unnamed Pharaoh. I always found that kind of interesting. Uh, they don't even bother to mention who it is. 
that leads to, you know, fear-mongering. I mean, and you see that throughout human history, like fear-mongering over people who are different than someone else uh, instead of seeing a potential, you know, alliance with the Israelites, they he sees a threat. Uh, people growing strong in number and in personal strength as well. And rather than seeking some sort of kinship with these sojourners in their land or these, these, uh, well, it's hard to even call them immigrants if they've been there for like over 400 years, yeah, I think, at this point. 400 plus years. And instead of seeking some sort of alliance with them, it's, hey, we gotta, we gotta like stamp these people down a little bit. Uh, there's there's more of them than us now. Like, what, how can we be in the minority? Yeah, you've got a a pharaoh who who puts Joseph in charge and welcomes in. Okay, we'll welcome in his seventy family members. The more, the merrier. We'll, we'll, Egypt's a great nation. We can take care of you. We're we're ready for this famine. Come come on aboard and let's 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 live together in peace and prosperity. And generations go by, and now we have a a king. A pharaoh that that doesn't know these people that didn't invite them in and is starting to to have fear towards them, uh, whether it's an unsubstantiated fear or not, he still feels threatened. Um, I mean, sure, the, the pharaoh tells his people they've grown greater than us. Well, I don't think so. I mean, the Egyptians had the mightiest army in the world at that point in time. He's just it, it, it's kind of fear mongering. Yeah. Basically, he's trying to rally his his country, his troops, his uh, his people behind him to say, listen, these Hebrews, these shady people that haven't adopted our ways and don't speak our language and don't follow our traditions, they, uh, they're they getting a little too uh, too big in the britches over there. We might need to kind of quash them down a bit. So, It's, it's definitely a, a human failing, a mortal failing. Sinful nature. Harkens back to original sin. Uh, it's just, I mean, you see it throughout history. I mean, any time. I mean, you saw it whenever uh, the Europeans encountered the Africans. They enslaved them. Whenever, uh, like, immigrants were flooding into the Americas, uh, the Irish faced uh, backlash. I mean, even today, like, we, you know, rather than... It's a very relevant issue right now, too, definitely. Yeah, it's certainly one that's being battled around. Right or wrong. Yeah. (laughs) And... It's tough. I mean, Jesus himself had many parables that mentioned welcoming the yeah, what's, foreign what's, peoples in your land. What's the three things Jesus always told us to take care of? The orphans, the widows, and the sojourners. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's hard for us. I mean, you see someone different than you, and your initial instinct is, are they a threat? Are they going to disrupt my way of life? And obviously, Pharaoh fell on the human side of how to deal with this situation that he saw and the Egyptians turned them into slaves. Now this is still quite a bit of time uh, before Moses comes because mm-hmm. the people have been enslaved for quite some time um, before Moses. Yes. So I don't know how ma- I don't know how many generations were enslaved. It doesn't say explicitly um, you know how long it had been that they'd got fallen from the Egyptian grace into servitude, but I'm going to assume that it, it's going to be a good little while that they've been enslaved here, doing kind of the hardest of the labor, definitely work, working the the mortar and brick. 
I mean, but, something like that couldn't have been an overnight change. No. I mean, no. especially if the Pharaoh was concerned with uh, the numbers at the time. And it looked, but, you know, certainly didn't hurt the numbers. You, If you look in verse 12, the, but the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied, and the more they spread abroad. I mean... There's the covenant again being yeah. fulfilled. There's no stopping. There's no stopping the Lord. Um, and these are his people. And, uh, you know, throughout Jewish history, we see that they're, they've been oppressed. And they, they still are are kicking and multiplying and growing and all nations um you know they've taken a foothold in um and this is the the time we get to see that first is the the first oppression of the jewish people and they're uh no they're they're going to continue multiplying and spreading yeah and having influence and and for some (laughs) reason the egyptians are still they're going to dread them and uh instead of working with them There's a future pharaoh who has another idea of how to uh, curb the Israelite population, and we'll launch it. We launched into that actually uh, in our first video on Ash Wednesday, our first podcast on Ash Wednesday. Yeah, talking about the decree that uh, yeah. that led to Moses being in that basket, and we're going to get into that decree and talking about that in more depth and some some key figures during that that you might not remember. Uh, we're going to talk about them tomorrow. In our, uh, in our next reading. So join us tomorrow as we talk about a few early figures in Exodus and the lead-up to that dastardly decree. Well, that'll wrap up today's uh, conversation on the book of Exodus. Uh, we do want to remind you before we get out of here that there are services here at Holy Cross every Wednesday during Lent at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m., and, as always, before church... We've got a good meal for you. That's for before the 7 o'clock service. Come on up at 545 and get a good home-cooked meal here at Holy Cross as well. Um, just because we have Wednesday services doesn't mean we don't also have our Sunday mornings and Saturday evenings. Saturday evenings, 5 p.m., Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock and 10.30 with an hour Bible study in between. Come and join us and pin down Brian and I and... Let us know what we got right and what you'd like to see on the podcast. Definitely. Now, if you will please take a moment, bow your heads in prayer. Dear Lord, as we begin this journey through the book of Exodus, we do see that your people were greatly oppressed, but were allowed to be fruitful and multiply. This does remind us that even though we may be oppressed and downtrodden in our daily lives, that you still are able to make us fruitful and multiply us in the spirit. We are also reminded during this story of the the failures of the, the human spirit when it comes to others that, that may be different than us, those sojourners in our life. We ask that you take away the hardness in our hearts. Let us be open to those that are maybe not the same as we are. And give us an opportunity for fellowship and maybe to find common common ground and, and new brothers and sisters in Christ. We ask that you bless this day and return with us tomorrow. In all these things we pray in your name. Amen. Amen. And just a reminder, all scripture readings and references do come from the English Standard Version of the Bible. Thank you. God bless.